Bringing you the stories behind the songs. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Well, the year is 1982. The song Pac-Man Fever becomes a worldwide hit for the artists Buckner and Garcia. In fact, People Magazine named Pac-Man Fever as one of the top pop cultural events of all time. Now, fast forward to 2015, the release of the movie Pixels, which features Pac-Man Fever, Eat 'Em Up 2015. Jerry Buckner from Buckner and Garcia is here to chat about iconic moments and all things Pac-Man. Today in pop culture news, Jerry Buckner's here to say, Pac-Man Fever's here to stay. Welcome to the show, Jerry. How you doing? Good. 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 We're happy to have you with us. I'm glad to be on the show. We're really happy you have me on here. Ah, anytime. So Pac-Man Fever is back. So how did the whole remake concept come about? First off, the retro gaming and arcades and music and all that has taken on in the last two, three years, really come on strong. And this year, of course, with the 35th uh, anniversary of Pac-Man, plus the Pixel movie coming out. So, sure. you know, it might be a good time to update the song and release it. So that's what we did. And we took Gary's vocal track, uh, the original track, and then we built a new track around it. So it's got a retro sound, yet it's got a, a newer sound to it. So okay. we can kind of appeal to everybody. Now, Gary passed away in 2011, right? Yes. Yeah, we lost him in 2011. Mm-hmm. Talk about the differences in recording the original in the 80s versus recording in 2015. Oh, a big difference. When we did the original recording, it was a 24-track cut. We had to go out and get all the sound effects. The engineer had to literally go in game rooms and delicatessens and everywhere else to record them live off the machines, which, you know, is not desirable because you pick up room noise and everything else. Yeah. But it came out pretty good. Uh, And then everything was live cut. The drums were live. I mean, you you know, you'd spend all day just getting a drum sound and Mm -hmm. uh, everything was played and sang live. Now, of course, as you know, you go in and pretty much everything is computerized you do the live vocals this song was uh, essentially a digital cut and that's the difference originally how did the idea for the song come together gary and i were here in atlanta and we were playing in bands doing jingles and writing original songs we were working on a project and went into a restaurant one night up uh, near the studio to have dinner saw a pac-man machine for the first time we sat down played it got hooked like everybody else and started spending more time there than working in the studio (laughs) so uh, we thought maybe we do a song about this maybe we can get a little bit of local play and, and help our jingle business. So that was a driving force behind it. We I never see. dreamed it would do what it did. Originally, you kind of shopped it around to different labels, and they all turned you down at that point. Nobody wanted it. They didn't understand it, and they had no interest in it. So how did you know that it had a future? What happened that made you think we have to keep pushing this song? We knew that we had a good pop record, but our management company, thank goodness, believed in it. So they pressed up a few records and went to the local station. The station played it here in Atlanta, and it just exploded. I mean, literally. And uh, within a, a couple of weeks, uh, CBS Records was uh, flying the vice president here to purchase it because it was just so huge. I mean, the first time they played it, they had to play it again the same hour. And as you know, being in radio, they, you know, you don't usually do that. No, yeah, it's uh, a phenomenon. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. So, so at that time in your life, things probably came at you pretty fast and furious, I would assume. It really did. You're right. It did. And and you probably went through the same thing. But yeah, I mean, you find yourself, neighbors come into the house, you know, bringing friends to meet you. And I remember uh, at the time my son was playing uh, Little League Baseball and one of the games I'm there and the kids discovered I was there and pretty soon this complete disruption of all these kids surrounding me and the, the game stops. It was embarrassing, actually. I mean, I felt <laughs> bad about it. But yeah, it was. It just got crazy. Uh-huh. 
Well, you're listening to Jerry Buckner of the duo Buckner and Garcia talking about the cultural phenomenon, the song Pac-Man Fever, redone for the brand new movie, Pixels. And you're tuned in to The Mulberry Lane Show. People magazine named Pac-Man Fever as a top cultural event. So what year was that? And then how did that affect that was, uh, I think, a couple of years ago they okay. said that they did a whole special edition about the pop culture, and it was in that. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's pretty amazing to be a part of an iconic moment in pop culture. You know, it was a really a, a social event. You know, people back then, the arcades, you know, you would go there and hang out with your friends, and a lot of guys met girls in there and had relationships, and... In fact, we had a, a few months after the song was a hit, a girl called Casey Kasem, and we were actually a long-distance dedication. Okay. A uh, girl made to some guy she had met in the arcade, and, you know, wherever he is today, <laughs> the song goes out to you. Even now when we meet people at personal appearances, they'll come in with their records. They still have them. They're kind of worn out, and, but they want to talk about where they were at the time, and so there's a connection there. You know, it's a marker of time, and it was right. just, I think, a great time for people. Yeah, so cool. So did you have to share royalties? of the song with Pac-Man? We had to pay a licensing fee, yeah, we sure did. And it took 26 separate contracts for the whole album to make everything legal. There actually was a couple companies, though, that just let us do it, but the other ones didn't, and especially Pac-Man. We did have to pay them a percentage, yes. Yeah. So what's next? Prior to doing the Pac-Man song earlier this year, we've been working for the first time on a couple new songs as Buckner and Garcia. And, of course, you know we did the Disney song two years ago for the movie Wreck-It Ralph. Right. That got a lot of renewed interest in it. So, in fact, the track that's ready to go called uh, Old School Games. It's a, more of a contemporary track, but it's talking about, you know, old school uh, games and arcades and stuff. And it's kind of a dance thing, I guess. It's a cool record. Okay. And we have another song we're working on about arcades, kind of a hall of notes kind of a thing. So okay. we're doing that right now. That's what we're working on. Now, is it mostly for you a radio or single release, or would you be touring with this? You know, I don't know that we might make some personal appearances, maybe do some TV. But yeah, it's a single right now. Plus, our album is still available, the original album. We were in Chicago in May for the big Namco 35th anniversary birthday party for Pac-Man. Okay. We actually did an appearance. One of the guys in the group, my partner, came with me, and then we did kind of a mixed media thing where we had videos up and we played live and sang live, kind of a mixed deal. So we did do that, and, and we've done that a couple times at some of the conventions. But other than that, I don't think we'll do much. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And then do you still go by the name Buckner and Garcia? Well, this song is Buckner and Garcia because Gary's Gary's voice it. is on there. Uh, uh-huh. But probably any uh, new releases may be the Buckner-Garcia group or band. We're not sure okay. yet how we'll do that. Okay. Well, Jerry, we want to thank you for bringing some pop culture into our show today. Uh, can I make one request? Sure. Yes. Can I hear the little song again that you did at the beginning? It was so good. Oh, oh sure. Okay, here okay. we go. One, two, three. Today in pop culture news, Jerry Buckner's here to say, Pac-Man Fever's here to stay. Oh, that's, I love that. That is great. That is so cool. Thank you so much. Okay, well, we'll send it to you. Okay, we'll please do. I love it. Thank okay. you. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you. Jerry Buckner with Buckner and Garcia, Pac-Man Fever. Hey, got an addiction to something? Well, you got to hear what Tony Bavacqua has to tell you next. Keep it right here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Here's some Pac-Man fever. I got a pocket full of quarters and I'm headed to the arcade. I don't have a lot of money, but I'm bringing everything I made. I got a callus on my finger and my shoulder's hurting too. Soon as it comes 
Sim. 